Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been yet. This is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat with me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman and Craig Pinches. Today we're going to talk about nostalgia. Things that, well, just ain't there no more. It's funny at the boxing club, we have loads of conquer trees. And I remember only about 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And uh, granddads would come up with a bag full and they'd be collecting conkers because all the kids would be out. It was something you could do for free. And no one does it no more. So I walk around and I collect all the best ones and I put them on the side. And all, no one cares. But it was something you could do for nothing. And I remember the funniest, the most fun part of conkers was collecting the conkers, throwing a brick up into the trees and in the rattle, and it all come down, loads of bricks and bars that someone else had thrown up. And, you know, just these things that aren't there no more. And we were talking about Blockbuster Video. For our younger listeners, Blockbuster Videos was where we'd have to go and you'd rent a video or a DVD. Physical Netflix. Physical Netflix. <laughs> or you'd have your, your, your supermarket at the bottom. Do you want to explain what a video is to the... <laughs> <A> video. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> but it was these things that we used to watch movies on. But it was brilliant, wasn't it, gang? You know, all the family going out and looking for something. And you'd come back with Kickboxer or you'd come back with, I don't know, and you'd, you'd find your favourite movies. Every time I was poorly, Mum would take me to the um, the video shop and I'd come back with Princess Bride or I'd come back with Songs of the South and I used to just sit there under my blankie and I'd watch the same video over and over. Me and Mum used to go and get some um, some romantic DVD, you know, DVDs, videos. I'm not scared of romance. We used to get The Godfather. Definitely that's not romance. <laughs> that's romance, Kev. Waking up with an horse's head at the bottom of your bed. <laughs> yeah, that's that. foreplay around Penn's net. <laughs> Other areas are just as uh, out there. <laughs> what should I say? I've got Penn's net family and friends. <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? When you look back on some of the stuff, or uh, when you used to have your cassette, you have your... Put- can you explain what a cassette is? <laughs> you'd have this cassette for your music on and you'd have it on your Walkman. And then you'd have to, because it hadn't got fast forward and rewind, so you'd have to fast forward it, then turn the tape over to listen to it again. Yeah, cassette is something that we used to have to do. Even me, I mean, I'm only 30, but we used to have to do it. Cassette is something that you used to have to record your music on. Yeah. And you had to cut the song short, just so you'd hear the DJ's annoying voice. Yeah, you'd be sad there and yeah. Because the slime be... buggers had fucking comment about a minute before the song ended, because <laughs> they know you was about to record that shit. Or you'd have like a CD and you'd pick your favourite songs and you'd make yourself a mixtape. And it <laughs> a was mix wicked. CD. A mixed CD. <laughs> That's it. But they were great things before iPads and iPods and. There's something about having something physical as well, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Like having a physical DVD or a, or a CD that uh, well, you I, do miss. I still Apart have. from Kev, because he still goes to HMV. I He's still go. He is the one. <laughs> I, I love owning a CD. Because to me, like buying something on iTunes, it's not real. And I like it when I put it on. And I think the best thing about a CD is um, finding that track that no one else knows. And you'll go, have you heard number 17 on? And you go, 
no, it's not on the Greatest Hits album. And I go, but this song, um, me and Craig were talking the other day about for music. Well, I think one of the best Tupac songs was a part-time mother on Tupacalypse Now album, but it's not on any of the greatest hits or anything, but it makes it more personal to you. How often now, because you use, uh, because the access to um, like Apple Music or something like that, you don't actually listen to a full album. No. You'll, you'll listen to your favourite yeah. songs off a load of different apps, because it's all there. It's all I there. said that to you the other day. I mean, iTunes made it so as you could download individual songs from an album. album. Well, we had to go and buy a single. single and if yeah. you're lucky, it had a B-side on it. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, like, I remember when I bought Khalif, Sands of Time, uh, on the second side of the tape, it was a case of my defence, and it was still one of my favourite hip-hop songs now. But sometimes you get lucky, sometimes it'd be a remix or whatever, but sometimes it'd be a song that was on the single that wasn't on the album. And sometimes you buy an album and only like one song on yeah. it. <laughs> I remember that with um, uh, um, The Loonies, got five on it. Great, yeah. one of the brilliant hip-hop songs. Terrible album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on, only one, two. And then um, Coolio with... Gangster's Paradise. And who's the return at? Mark Morrison. You know what I mean? In, like, return of the Mark. Mark Morrison, wasn't No, it? no, Gangster's Paradise is Coolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but like yeah, Mark yeah. Morrison as well. There's always that one song that you'd buy the album for and think, it's got to be fire. <laughs> yeah. If that song's that fire. You know, like Peter Andre, Mysterious Girl, there are now a few people bought back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mentioning their Not names. me. No, no, mate. <laughs> I was a bit young, I was still a kid. <laughs> my pocket money, they stretched to Well, Peter. I mean, nostalgia, my first song was Cotton Eye Joe that yeah. I ever brought. Oh, God, that's embarrassing now, isn't it? N nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia. Peter Andre was the only bug with a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nowadays, everyone's got one. Because, um... Yeah, let's not, let's not go and go on Peter Andre. But Unless anyone it, wants to buy any merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it funny, you know, when you look back at stuff and some stuff you love, but then you try and put it onto your kids and you're going, oh, I love the Thundercats, so let's watch it. And you think... Then you're a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, then you think... Oh, you think it's a pile of crap. You think, we, why did I used to watch this? <laughs> well, we used to, like, I, I think that with cartoons sometimes, like, we used to watch something called Defenders of the Earth. I don't know if you Yeah, know. I remember. Defenders, Defenders of the yeah. Earth. Oh, you know, on. and... The, 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 I got a clue what I'm on about, <laughs> and I think I can remember all biker mice and things yeah. like that. You know, and you, you do miss them because everyone says it's a generational thing. Every one of a certain generation says they don't make music like they used to, or they don't make this like they used to, and they don't. You know what I mean? Some of your parents used to just play with fucking a wheel and a stick. You know what I mean? And roll it down. <laughs> they make toys like they used to. Exactly, and and that's the thing. Going back to like the conkers and that, you know. There was nothing like your mum and dad sending you to school with a bag full of conkers to have mm. fun with your friends and you're coming back with no fucking knuckles. Yeah. You know, there was nothing like it because you always had that one big friend who day aim for the damn. Yeah. <laughs> but after the fun of conkers, you weren't even playing it, was it? You put it in the nail varnish or you put yeah, it in the vinegar, you put it in the airing cup. That was half the fun, collecting them. This one for five years. So it, it, this, one's, this one's a tensy. <laughs> yeah. It's had ten games. And... <laughs> And I, I think and, and I collecting think them. Collecting. Like you said, it's about having that physical thing and about having that um like sort of like bonding time, like like we were blockbusters. It was the physically going there with somebody that you wanted to watch a move with and having a bit of bantering there. I could be in there an hour and a half with yeah. when I got with my missus, you know what I mean? And like you said earlier as well, you you'd also then get snacks and, and we 
we're good it's to... a night out now <laughs> exactly you know and but all, all that's gone but but whether you're doing like sky movies or netflix or all these other platforms once again i'm a dinosaur but like you me and lee were saying we'll you'll scroll through for 45 minutes and then decide not to but if you had that in yeah. front of you you'd put it in be it as crap as like anaconda <laughs> you i'm know. gonna make it to the end <laughs> but you, you, you sit there and think i've had two pound fifty for this so we're, we're sitting here as a family none of us likes it but we are gonna watch this bloody movie <laughs> that's right, that's you, right. Do, you, you do you do miss them and i think like i say that's a generational thing you now our, our parents miss things from back when they were younger and their parents no doubt and our kids all miss the shit from today yeah. there's no authenticity yeah. today they're I more going to miss turning into a fucking I think screen. it created more um, communication as well more face-to-face communication like I think of my, my kids now so you know playing Conkers you have to be in front physically in front of yeah. someone else to yeah. play it whereas now you can be on a computer and, 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 and you're doing it that way and depending on who you was going against you'd be you'd yeah. actually be scared of Conkers yeah, yeah. Like he was about to take a punch in the face, man. <laughs> it, it. it was a game. It was yeah. it was a competition. But the same the source. same goes for going to blockbusters. Now we just mentioned it earlier. You sit on Netflix while your your missus on the phone next to you scrolling what, yeah. and you're just scrolling. There's no communication. You went to blockbusters and you had to choose. Yeah, so video. you had to talk to each other to choose that video. And, and you didn't ling- want to make a mistake. <laughs> and you mingle with other people as well who who'd say. You know Is that mean? the last one? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? or, or they'd actually give you recommendations and yeah. the workers. I mean, that was, I mean, I've been with my missus nine on 13 years, so it's not all that long ago. No. But it seems like a million years since Blockbuster shut his doors. Yeah. And if you think, what's replaced it? All this shit, you know what I mean? Where they can suggest, like you're limited, especially with Netflix. Like you said earlier, Kev. You know, I don't even want to say it, because that's a niche market you could tap into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll intrigue these people. Listening My next idea, week you can't have it. Listening next week, we're still not going to reveal this Investors. Idea. We, we may be millionaires. <laughs> so this might be our last, last episode. No, we'll carry on. Yeah, we'll carry on. nothing to do if I'm rich. That's it. <laughs> but like we were saying about nostalgia, like um, before Jasmine was, she was a baby in arms, and we went to... The, uh, a supermarket we were buying loads of Disney movies and kid movies that we enjoyed like Bambi and Jungle Book and but because the colours aren't so bright now and the songs are more nowadays are more poppy songs and or, you know ear grabbing songs back in the day it's very um, it's oh, <laughs> and it's very old songs oh never never get this <laughs> wrong never buy your kid Watership Down God no uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they they were more I don't know they're very old, weren't they? And it, it's funny when I've put these movies on, even like The Little Mermaid, Jasmine's not half as keen. She loves the doll, she loves the picture of Ariel, but the cartoon itself doesn't grab her. Yeah. Whereas nowadays they're designed to grab her. And I think they have got better because there's jokes of mums and dads and everything in there. I think as well, like, like we, we seem to be sticking like with the blockbusters thing. Like, with Netflix and that, there's, there's curators that curate what they feel is going to be interesting to you at that time. They don't fucking know us. They've never yeah, met yeah. us, so they don't know what's interesting. And how how open we are to suggestion, you know. So they'll feed you the shit that they they think that you want. Whereas blockbuster, you could go spend an hour and a half, two hours, and you find, choose what you want. Exactly, maybe. and find multiple. And then you go back the next week, and people think it's the same shop. Yeah, but people have returned DVDs yeah. and they've had new stock in and whatever else. And you look at the cover and you think. I mean, I watched um, Baby Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Is it Tyrese? Yeah. Tyrese is in it. it? Bad, yeah. bad boy, it was like the sea. He was the same writer who did um, uh, Boys in the Hood, wasn't he? Yeah, same writers. 
I did never. I, I probably would never have watched that on Netflix because like the case looked a bit like a low budget mm. kind of film and stuff. It probably was. It, it was exactly. But it, you know, it, it was a good film. But you, you don't get. I mean, like your Fridays and your Hawaii's and you don't be a menace and stuff mm. like this. That, that they don't put these on Netflix. Mm. Them few and far between. They feel they're cult classics, weren't they? Mm. And and you can't get them. You got to buy them. And you know, if you live in a council house, you you ain't really got a lot of space. Kev rents a separate council house. Yeah. Just for his album. Just for CDs. And I'm, I mean, I like the fact Kev buys music. Because I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the music industry, you know, to, to a point. So I fully support Kev buying albums and then burning me a copy. <laughs> <laughs> because it's all about the supporting the industry. About nostalgia as well. Like, look at pubs nowadays. Back in the day, before we had mobile phones, you'd go to the pub to see what everyone was doing. So you'd all meet up in your local booze and you'd go like, where are we going? We're going to Stairbridge or Brum or Wolves after this. Whereas nowadays, you send a text message or a face ache or whatever going, all right then, we'll meet up at 11 o'clock and we'll go. Whereas the pubs were the hub of the community. Mm-hmm. So you'd know your next door neighbour, you'd know your Uncle Albert, yeah. you'd know, and you'd know how to conduct yourself because you were in a man's environment. Well, you did business in the pub as well. You met people who, like one of my ex-bosses, uh, who's a roofer, he went to the pub every Friday and it wasn't just to get pissed. That was one of the reasons. But he used to get so much work mm. through going to the pub, you know, from recommendations, speaking to people. Yeah, I'm a roofer, let's go around and do I this. Think, you know, it was... I think as a, as a conspiracy theorist, there's a, there's a big political agenda which has put a stop to all this, you know. Hey, gonna darken it with with that shit on this one, but like that's that's how it's designed. It's designed to shut you out because then people, there's a higher up, there's a higher force that don't want you mingling with each other for that very reason. And if they do, then they can see what you're on about on these platforms. Exactly. Yeah. You can talk what the fuck you want, but it's regulated. Whereas in a pub, how many people finish work and then put the world to rights, and then how many of them that community had big ideas and protests and whatever else? You know, it's regulated there. No people can say it but they can see what you're saying and they know what you're saying whereas a pub it's brought to stop that you 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 go and put the world to rights but when you had a pub it the pub would look after the village you go um dot down the road um she got knocked over the other day or um brian's had his car nicked again and you'd look you'd look after each other you'd say lee you're out of work don't worry i'll get you a bevy or Mm -hmm. Uh, Craig's got a job, job for you, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or if you're going through hardship, you could go and say, um, uh, so-and-so is having problems, and you, you'd all stick together. Mm. But now we don't, because we only live in our own living rooms, we don't give a toss about someone else, and you don't see... Do you think, do you think that's a reason we get uh, more mental health problems? Because blokes actually talked in a pub. You're yeah. segregated. Yeah, you, you know, you, you go you to divide. a pub, you get drunk, the truth starts, and, and that's helpful. Whether you're drunk or you're you're sober, to to start to talk and, is helpful. And I mean, even even on a woman's side of it, like I picked this up not long back uh, with my partner's mum. Uh, she she said to I don't know if it was his sister. Uh, yeah, Facebook me or message me, and I thought, and I actually thought at the time, I thought fifteen twenty years ago that would be I pop round in the morning for a coffee. coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it there's no. There's no face-to-face interaction, and that's why it's so easy to say negative comments and whatever else and feel shit because you you're lonely because you're disconnected in a world full of connectivity. We've never been so disconnected. Well, I always remember you know, like, crazy. when the smoking ban happened, 
that's when a lot of the older generation become lonely because you'd have three mm. old buggers sitting in the pub, right now outside it was cold, they'd be sipping the mild, having the roll-ups, watching whatever was on the telly. And even though they weren't necessarily talking, one would be reading his paper, the other one would be doing dominoes, the other one was doing whatever, they were in each other's company. Whereas when that when the smoking ban happened, they couldn't smoke, they couldn't afford the beers. So what they end up doing is just sitting at home, yeah. being on their own. Now that that validates what I just said about the being the conspiracy about it it's set up. I mean, smoking ban and stuff, I believe, was planned two decades ago, maybe. You know, as as a way to bring that. Then the higher prices on beer, it's a way to shut High, you out. Higher prices in a social event. Yeah. But cheaper to go and do it on your own. Sold you on your own. Because back in the day, uh, people won't probably remember this apart from the the off-licence, you could only buy booze from an off-licence, and off-licence were only open at certain times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you you went to the pub to drink, Yeah. and that was it. Obviously, people, the alcoholics have always been, and people have always got the booze, but it was harder to get booze, because you'd have to go to an offer you couldn't go to, one of the supermarkets to go and buy it. Well, you can get it from anywhere now, and it, as you say, it's cheaper. It's like 50, 50 pence a can if you buy what it in you, bulk. What you can do for a tenner in a supermarket compared to a pub. And that's, that's what I say. I mean, like, like you say with the smoking ban, who's going to want to go to a pub, pay their extortionate prices for a beer, and then have to go and stand in the fucking cold to have a cigarette? Yeah. yeah. When my, my granddad's and that, he used to, obviously, used to, my granddad used to drink in the fish um, by yeah, the Dell yeah, yeah. Stadium. Yeah. He used to drink in there. That was his well because he lived in the bungalows behind. So he'd walk past there, you'd walk in. We, I mean, he passed when I was young, but I remember going in when I was old enough to drink. And he'd be full of, you'd come out yeah. stinking of smoke, yeah. but everyone was laughing, joking, dominoes, playing. My uncle was singing, he's a singer, you know what I mean? And yeah, that was a community. A community, now what, what needs to happen is a community needs to be divided because you know if, if, if there's a chance, me, you, Lee, and like-minded individuals are going to get in that ring there mm. and we're going to come up with a bright fucking idea which is going to challenge the status quo uh, of certain fucking organisations, what am you going to want to do? You're going to want to come and make sure we stay out of that fucking ring. You don't mm. want people like us together. So you don't want a load of working-class blokes having a few bevies after they've had a tough day at work, they've had a row with a missus, coming up with a bright fucking idea. You know, and that's, like I say, slightly off from nostalgia, but conspiracy theories are a subject for another time, I suppose. <laughs> but conspiracy theories are a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Yeah, I think so, look, because nowadays, it, but even that, like, every, every thought that everyone has is on there, isn't it? Whereas a conspiracy theory might be in your pub. You know, you, you'd all have a little idea and you'd all bounce it off, but nowadays, a theory is worldwide, isn't it? Well, you could say something and someone in Denmark... And you go, oh yeah, the world is flat. Here's another one for you. Conspiracy theory is a term brought up to sort of discredit some kind of facts. So there's a conspiracy theory for you, that the conspiracy theory is a conspiracy theory. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world it never existed. (laughs) What's that off? Um, Because I'll sit it on blood uh, and bone. Al Al Pacino, devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. I sit on blood and bone with. um, Killed a good film. Michael J. White. Have you seen that one? No. Is it Michael J. White, Blood and Bone? No, I've never heard of it. Good film. Never heard of Michael J. White? uh, No movie. No, no, it's the, a, he comes out of jail and street fighter. Uh, no, he's in a police force. 
He's in the... Uh, that, no, yeah. I think I'm on no, the wrong fucking film. No, I might be. I think he might be the other way around. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Yeah. But even like like Craig being from the music industry, like when uh, when I go there and they go, oh, he's a great DJ, and people are on their an iPad go, whoop, mix, whoop. My opinion of a DJ on the vinyl and you know they could make those two records sing it's like playing a guitar and then yeah disc jockey and they'd be there and they'd come in with their big bags of vinyl and they go like have you got i don't know snap no sorry mate <laughs> but nowadays they go oh yeah have you got whoever and they go yeah beep, pop, pop. and it's on there perfectly mixed and i thought being a dj was an awful like playing the guitar or the piano yeah. and then he moved to cd decks and now as i say it, it just seems it's a laptop lifeless it is, and I mean, even sound in itself, talking of music, you know, that vinyl sound, that, that gritty sound, mm. you know, you could listen to, I mean, me and me is what I, I look for, like, but I, I, usually I can pinpoint within a year or two a song because it had a specific sound or whatever, and if you listen to a vinyl, you can, you can sort of tell what kind of era it's from, whereas, you know, music today, digitally, is too fucking clean. It's time, mm. like... You, well, the worst thing is they're trying to clean up the old songs as well. There's no need. Why? You, you yeah. know, I've read up uh, Chili Peppers Under the Bridge, actually yeah. listening to that acoustic and hearing him, yeah. his hand go up and down the guitar. Yeah. It's like trying to the clean Nirvana's music up and yeah. that. I mean, yeah, that, that, they were grunge. Yeah. You know, you, the, very, the very definition of that word is non-fucking-clean. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, and uh, I mean, I did see something on a producer not long back and they said, we, you know, records are so clean now but where we've got the advantage is we've got all the tools to dirty and to, to put some dirt on them mm. to flavor mm -hmm. so we can put all the grit on them to a flavor that we like yeah but then it's false yeah. then it's false it's exactly but i don't like time times change and we every, i think every every generation go through it but when when relics i mean i'm 30 and i feel like a fucking 60 <laughs> year old well, i went through kings of winford the other day and my god that surprised me how that changed from from because I don't go through there very often, but actually driving through yeah. there and seeing how that's changed. And it is shame. Oh, that used to be that, and that used to be that, and but that used th to be that. Yeah. The thing is, that's, that's in, ev the cross? That's in <laughs> every high street you drive through, and it's a takeaway, a bookie, oh. and a charity shop. Yeah. yeah. No matter where you go in the coffee country, shop. coffee yeah. shop, bookies, uh, takeaway shop, yeah. and charity shop. Charity shop, And yeah. I'm happy that these shops are used. I'd much rather be a charity shop than to just be derelict. But isn't it upset when you haven't got the community anymore? You shut down the bank so people stop going there. Yeah. And if you shut down the bank or the, the post office or the pub, why, and then you have to, to park in your village, you have to pay to park in your village to keep that village going. Yeah. So you might as well go to a Merry Hill. Yeah. You park for free and you can do all your shopping under one roof instead of walking and down. And it's hell on earth. And it's hell on earth, <laughs> it's, Merry Hill. It's, it's funny you should say that, because I've, I've just started this thing um and i called it the local business appreciation series and that's for that very reason because i'm tired of seeing these small small places you know what i mean there are family-run businesses being put out of business by big fucking corporate organizations and part of that is like you you think back and say, my mom used to go there and my dad used to go in there it was cultured you take cultured now it's all one face and mm. it's all shiny the and flashy with that as well you lose trades 
you lose you, trade. There's no, you know, everything's like your big corporations are buying everything from everywhere that are created by by robotics. And but actually, I mean, I remember being in a Stavridge Town Centre and it was a, a fight of some sort and seeing someone blow glass there. Yeah, like, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing to watch them do it. So that's a, lot... a that's a tra- that's a lost art now. Yeah, you know, he was an he he was an older person himself. So but Stairbridge he's going to learn that. But Stairbridge was on. famous oh, for that nationwide. You know, we've got the um, the cone down the oh, road, and Wordsley, yeah. but that's what uh, made Stairbridge famous. Mm-hmm. You know, for that glass blowing. I, I mean, mean get, we, you get yourself the Black Country Museum oh, for nostalgia. Wonderful. It's just yeah. out of this world. Mate, we are like we are from like when you go to the Black Country Museum and you see how how we live. What's in the Black Country? You know, do you know how powerful we were? Mm. As, as as a workforce, you know, the steel industries and the glass industry and whatever else, and you think, you know, all that's gone and replaced mm. by what? You know? I mean, I was thinking about this and talking about this to a friend the other day. You think about cars, like classic, we're going to have classic cars in the future, but they're going to be Ferraris and, and things like that. You won't get, like, the Mini. Mm. You won't get a classic Mini. No, there I won't see. be that people's car or the Beetle that comes through that's affordable, that mm. sells in droves, that is now a classic. Because it's just like that. Well, you, everything's just manufactured in such a big amount, unless you're talking things like Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Which what people want because they associate shiny with with. Um, but it all looks appealing. the same, doesn't it? Like you look at you look at cars now, and, and there's no uh, character. No, there's no character. There's no there's character. No, no footprint. There's no flaws. You yeah. know, you know, there's nothing. You know, these look old under cars, a bonnet. Yeah, that's it. We used to strip the old escorts. We could strip a Mark Four in uh, in a few hours. You know yeah. what I mean? You no, needed I it. it. I remember stripping my Mini on the drive, literally stripping the engine down on the drive. If I look at my van out there now, I would I'd struggle to find the spark plugs it's on just some plastic. of these new cars. Yeah, it's just plastic. But once again, about communities. You know, like if your belt went, you'd know someone who could do it. Yeah. You get some. Mm. You get your tights, or you get a belt, and. You knew someone who could do it, but now because everything's electrical, and I always think about this like with um, just goodwill. Back in the in the day, when you'd park somewhere, you'd pay for your your space, you'd stay there for five minutes, and then you'd pull up, and I'd say, yeah. "Right, but I only had five minutes on this. You got another ten minutes, and I'd pat." That was just goodwill, but now you have to type in your registration. registration. Yeah, so we're not encouraged. That that space's been paid for for ten minutes. Yeah. So who gives a keeper's dick? Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who's in it? That's right. Again, it's that spiteful nature designed to breed selfish. It's corporation, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's corporate. It's, how, how much money can we Everything's get out a fucking business. Yeah. Everything's a business, and it, it instills within you, like us, when you feel like, fuck me, everyone's treating me as, as a commodity or as a customer. Mm. Fuck you, I'm going to treat you the exact same. This ticket I'd rather throw in the fucking bin than give it to you. Now, mm. I'm not like that, even if it's got more red in, fucking have it. Have it, mate, you'll get a ticket. Well done, well done, great. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. You're saying about car parks. I mean, the genius that bought Russell's Hall Hospital's car park. I must have spent thousands of pounds there over the last few years, and I'm not even joking. But if, but if you think like what, what have you bought this you can build houses you get mm. no i'm going to draw some white lines and i'm going to make a million pound a year yeah. of people who are either visiting someone who's sick or someone who is sick you know what annoys me more about that it doesn't even that car park is privately owned it yeah. doesn't even go yeah. back into the hospital if i was paying for a nurse's wage and doing that paying them thousands of pounds it would definitely ease the See, pain oh yeah. no that's that's like I'm, I'm a stubborn git and i'll tell people I don't fucking pay. I will park on there, but I don't pay. I'll ring the buzzer, 
I'll say, mate, I've come up in ever such a haste and you know, I've got no change in that and I'll lose you out the barrier. So there's a tip for you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have known that earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just ring the information and say, mate, I've come up in a panic and all right. Usually you ring the information and they'll just lift the barrier. But sometimes you just say, and you know what, you know, if they can't keep you there. By law, they're not allowed to keep you there. And they might say, we're going to take your registration and send you a fine for the person anyway. I know somebody that works there. Head of security, you know what I mean? So just do just do that, and if they say no, you've got to pay. Say, hey, I've got no money. Yeah. Say, this is where you're going to be a nice charitable citizen <laughs> and pay my fucking ticket I'll for me. I'll pass it forward. I'll be nice to someone pounds, else. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like you say, them, them smart who come up with it, but again, I wrote a quote once, and it was um, within every misfortune, there is fortune within every misfortune. You mm. can't spell misfortune without fortune. And with your misfortune, someone's finding the fortune, trust me. And that, that's, uh, they capitalise on someone's hurt and hate. And, uh, you know, not hate, but they're hurt and they're tragedy. You know, someone, someone's ill. Like, like you, you say you spend a lot of time at the hospital. Now, I believe people like yourself should get a fucking a permit. You know what, even, because obviously my daughter's disabled, so we have a blue badge. That means that, that means we'll get to park in a better spot. You'd think... That if you've got that, they yeah. go, okay, you, you're blue badge, you, you know, you, you're up here a lot. Let's waive the fees for this. But it's all about money, isn't it? It's, yeah, and it is. And at the end of the day, that's all That's all people focus on. I mean, why do you get to work? You get to work mm. for money. Why do you get to work for money? You're selling your time. You know, and, and that's where people have got to get away from, is that corporate mindset. But you know, because you, you've, you've got that corporate foot on your fucking head all the time. <laughs> It's bound to get you thinking, you know what, I want to be the one with my foot on someone's head. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it's a shame. And, and I think that's, like going back to nostalgia, that's what we're lacking. We're lacking that interaction and that, 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 that enjoyment of life, that fun mm. and that light-hearted, you know, way, the, way of living. The old way I lived in, though, was your family time was your family time. Sure. So be it sitting down watching a movie, picking conkers, doing whatever. There's I a lot think... of distractions now in that, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, How many times do you like you somewhere? Oh, 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 we touched up on it not before, you know, where I'm busy sending an email or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I've got my, it's like I've got to go to an office on my laptop, shut it all down, then I'm free. It's, it's You're not a, free. That, yeah. that, there's a ball of chain right in your mm-hmm. pocket. You know, and dad, 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 hold on a minute, let me just say, dad, 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 hold on. By then the fucking moment's passed. Yeah. To, to the kid anyway. And it's so many distractions with these little devices. And it's all, it's all. Carefully construed. And on that note, lads, I'm going to leave with a little quote. And that's going to be, Tomorrow is a mystery. Yesterday is history. But today is a gift. That's what I call it, the present. Till next week, ta bit. Listen, listen, listen.